Advertising has changed, and TV ads, once reserved for big brands with bigger budgets, are now available to companies of all sizes and industries. Mountain's self-serve performance TV platform is leading the charge by making TV easier and more affordable than ever. Performance TV gives you access to tens of thousands of audience segments with ads served exclusively on top streaming networks and campaigns automatically optimized thousands of times a day for peak performance. The result is a high-impact ad that always finds its target, regardless of what show they're watching. Visit Mountain.com to learn more. In this episode of Uncommon Thinking, taken from our popular AW Advanced webinar series, we join Tim Edmondson, Director of Content and Research at Mountain, as he puts a magnifying glass on next year's biggest and potentially unseen challenges. Tim reveals must-have strategies advertisers need to meet a rapidly changing environment, navigate a fragmented market, and stay one step ahead in a crowded and competitive landscape. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello everyone, I'm Ruth Mortimer, Global President at Advertising Week. Now there is one topic so hot this year that it feels like every company on earth is trying to get into the space, connected TV. But how do brands use it really effectively? And as we head into 2023, what lies ahead? And how will all the changes affect brands in the next year? Luckily, I have an expert here to tackle this question. Let me welcome Tim Edmondson. He's Director of Content and Research at Mountain, and he's going to share some must-have strategies which brands and agencies need to know right now. Tim, welcome. I hear you're going to tell me everything I need to know about Connected TV. I sure hope so. Hello, Ruth. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, I'm super excited to dive into this topic. As you said, very hot right now. It's going to be heating up even more next year. Um there's a lot to get into, and um, hopefully over the course of this presentation, um, I can share a lot of insights, some things that maybe our audience doesn't know, um, and also if there if there are specific things our audience wants to know, uh, please just um, enter those into the chat uh, throughout the presentation, and we will get to those at the end. Um, Ruth will hop back in, and we'll we'll you know provide some hopefully helpful answers. All right. Well, let's dive in, shall we? So um, again, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we're talking about the challenges, opportunities, everything that is going to be coming up in the new year, uh, which is shockingly right on top of us. Um, and so getting into it, I already introduced myself, but hello, I'm Tim. Uh, nice to meet you. Uh, a little bit about, uh, about myself. Um, I've been working with Mountain uh, for coming on seven years. And so what that has given me uh, is an interesting insight, a, a front row seat into the evolution of connected TV advertising um, from its infancy. It's it's grown a lot over the past seven years or so. And so um, I've been writing about it, researching it, um, just being very engaged with what Mountain is doing. And it's been an interesting ride. And I'm going to share a lot of those insights uh, with you guys today. So today's key takeaway really is um, establishing, we're going to do two things. We're going to talk about 2022 because you can't talk about the future without understanding the present nor the past, right? So we're going to do that. And then uh, we're going to dive into the opportunities that are really available 
um, born out of this new information, born out of this new environment, and with a lot of exciting developments that are happening actually as we speak, um, we're going to detail what those mean for everyone. So today's agenda, um, it's going to be a good one. So we're going to talk about why 2022 was a big year. Uh, it's the biggest year yet, if you uh, see the copy there. Um, we're going to talk about those challenges awaiting in 2023. Um, there's a lot of opportunity, but there's potential pitfalls, so we'll cover those. Um, we're going to talk about making those uh, that, those insights actionable. We're going to talk about specific marketing tactics and tools that have really emerged on CTV. Um, you know, it's not linear television. It is a digital ad channel with TV as the format, which makes it extremely powerful. So we're going to dive into that as well. And then also, um, you know, figure out a way or convey how to really apply those into your strategies and really make the most of it. So getting into uh, the topic at hand, we're talking about a new day for CTV. That's next year, but we'll talk a little bit about what happened this year first. Um, this year saw a lot of the major players in the space start to consolidate their gains and also merge and figure out what they want to do in this space. So we're in a, in a phase right now where like the early adopters came in. Um, I mean, if you go all the way back, Netflix was really like the preeminent uh, force in this space, but no ad support. But now, you know, along with a lot of rising subscriptions, um, and brands are really pivoting more towards spending big on connected TV. Um, all of these advertise, I'm sorry, these publishers are uh, pivoting towards the ad supported approach. Um, and they've been making moves on the market to uh, help facilitate that. So Warner Brothers took control of Discovery. I'm sorry, Warner Brothers and Discovery took control of HBO Max, um, Discovery Plus and HBO Max merging. Uh, Disney rumored to be combining possibly uh, a lot of their major streaming properties. And so with that, you have all the chess pieces on the board moving around and um, it's setting the stage for 2023. So um, speaking of advertisers and ad supported tiers, everyone is doing that now. Um, this is something that um, every major player in the space, Netflix included, who, by the way, uh, were very famous for and very proud that they ever ran advertisements, advertisements on their platform. Um, but the power of streaming TV advertising, is just, it's just too much. And Netflix said, said as much uh, in an earnings report earlier this year, basically saying, this is something we have to do. This is something that the market's looking for. Viewers really want it. And so uh, we're going to do it. And they are joining every other major service as well. Uh, Disney Plus is on the, the verge of launching their own ad-supported tier. Netflix, obviously, just launched theirs, which is some fanfare. Uh, and they're just joining the rest of these major players who have already had time to build out their ad stacks, build up their ad offering. And now everyone in this space is now offering inventory. And obviously, for the new year, with um, budgets being a focus and planning, um, you're going to want to be spending on these, these channels. Um, so we're going to get into a little bit of what you should be looking out for in that regard in just a little bit. So another key takeaway here uh, is that it's going to look radically different. The streaming environment that we're kind of used to, it's kind of been in an infancy, but it's maturing now. Um, and with that maturation comes opportunity. I've said that multiple times now. You're going to guess that's a theme of this presentation. So um, I think this quote kind of drives home the point and it's on a TV, so it must be true, right? 
So welcome to CTV 2.0. Uh, what we mean by that, that's something we've been saying internally at Mountain for a little bit now. And the, what we're commenting on is just what I was saying earlier, is that this space has matured. We are at a place where everyone's offering ads. So what does that mean? Um, we're going to see more advanced options for advertisers on connected TV. It's going to be a fragmented marketplace, but you know a lot of inventory opening up and available. Um, and you're going to be able to start to spread out on CTV, which is a good thing and a bad thing, um, because obviously fragmentation, the audiences being spread out, um, makes it a little bit more difficult to, to reach them. But um, there's a lot of really premium content out there that you can get your ads matched against. So it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a double-edged sword, um, the, the, these evolutions in the space but we're gonna help you um, figure out a way to navigate that in just a little bit. So um, it's not enough to just run CTV ads anymore. Um, all of these moves in the market, uh, it makes it useful to know what you're dealing with. And one of the things I mentioned is the fragmentation aspect, right? So if the market is fragmented and you have to reach your audience across a Netflix and a Hulu and a Peacock everywhere, um, it becomes a little difficult because if you're managing multiple relationships with all those platforms, not only is that a relationship to manage, but you also have to um, utilize the measurement available to that platform. You need to utilize the targeting that's available to that platform. Some of these uh, platforms are newer than others in the ad space. So the level of sophistication will vary. That is not to say that they aren't going to be sophisticated, but for technology that's been in the space for a longer amount of time, you're gonna have years of iteration behind it. And so um, if you are looking to um, invest more in CTV or engage with CTV for the first time, um, you're gonna to want to be able to uh, make the most of that opportunity. And that's with using the right technology. Um, another thing to keep in mind is with that fragmented audience and working with all, all these different streamers, you potentially have to keep uh, on top of a lot of audience trends as well. Um, the examples here on the slide, services dropping kids programming, that does happen. Uh, Kid-friendly services introducing more R-rated content. Um, I was, so I was watching um, Andor on Disney Plus, gonna plug that, it's a great show, uh, but I hadn't been on Disney Plus for a little bit. And I was genuinely surprised, like, oh, this has really changed since the last time I was here. There's a lot more mature content. It's an interesting thing for Disney, um, but that's the reality. And so uh, when you're going out there and you're, you're looking to make media buys, something to keep in mind that um, the environment might be a little different than what you anticipate. So how do you reach those audiences effectively? How do you get uh, to those folks that you do wanna reach in the environments that you want to reach them? Um, well, this is another uh, challenge that 2022 has seen and 2023 is that, well, um, there's something called churn and return where the nature of streaming allows you to, as a, as a viewer, to subscribe for a month, watch everything, binge everything, and then unsubscribe. So you get $7, a, a payment of $7, $10, whatever it may be, and you watch all the content and you're out the door until the next major show launches, um, which is great for the viewers, but for advertisers, it makes it a little hard to pin down um, your audience because they are bouncing from service to service. In fact, the average household uh, in the US 
uh, has an average of five subscriptions for CTV. So they are not spending all of their time in one place. They are bouncing around. Um, and it really kind of speaks to the need for uh, a cross network audience approach, an audience first approach, something that would allow you to target the primary audience and uh, reach them wherever they're watching versus just kind of focusing on one service because you're only gonna get them while they're there, but you're gonna miss out on all the other time they're spending streaming, uh, which is a significant amount of time. So you don't want that to be something that's hindering um, your, your ad strategy. So talking about reach and targeting and finding your next brand loyalist. There's a lot of consumers out there. You know, obviously streaming uh, has for the first time overtaken linear television and uh, viewership and time spent watching. That's a big deal. And so your audience is there. So how do you go about reaching them? It's going back to what I was saying earlier. It's that cross-platform CTV ad targeting. Um, you need to be able to find your audience where they're watching. Um, if you're Using this approach, you are seeing, or they'll see your ad while you're, or whether they're watching Peacock. And if they close that out and they move over to the MTV app, for example, um, you can still reach them. You will be able to uh, serve your ads to them and you won't miss a beat. And what's great about that is you're not missing out on all of that time that they're spending um, not watching a service that you did buy a ton of media on. So this is like that direct. To it's almost like direct-to-consumer advertising in a way where you just say, okay, I just want them to, to reach that audience and I'm not going to let the content necessarily dictate if I can or not. I'm going to find them when they're watching and where they're watching. It's really, um, it's the targeting option of choice, I think, for streaming because it's so fragmented and because viewers do bounce around so much. It's almost a necessity. I don't think you shouldn't, ignore going straight to a, a streaming service to make a direct buy, but there are inherent risks with that. And this approach mitigates against those. So highly recommend doing that. Um, in addition to that, there is the ability to really zero in your targeting a lot better versus something with the linear world, right? I mean, linear is more of a broadcast approach. You're casting a wide net, you buy content, or I'm sorry, you buy media on specific networks or content. And that's kind of it. You have a, a general sense of the profile of the viewer that is watching that content. It's a best guess. And it was good for when that was the only option. But with Connected TV, um, you're able to target based on uh, third-party data sources. Um, for example, Mountain, we've partnered with Oracle. We utilize the data cloud, uh, which gives access to tens of thousands of, of audiences. And these are um, a wide variety. It's uh, based on interests, demographics. Um, if somebody's shopped at a competitor, potentially, there are a ton of ways of finding your ideal customer. And when you combine this affinity-based approach uh, with this ability to uh, reach them wherever they're watching, you are now unlocking an audience and you're gonna be able to deliver enough touch points to really be top of mind for their consideration set. And if they're gonna buy something, it's likely, likely gonna be from you. So a lot of opportunity there. Um, don't, don't miss out on that. So now that you're targeting them, great, that's awesome. Um, that part's over, but how do you measure the performance? That is a big piece of connected TV. Um, in fact, it's, I would say half of it, like the targeting aspect and the measurement aspect. That's what makes it so great. Uh, and so you're going to want to make sure your money is being spent efficiently and effectively, especially in this economic climate. 
Um, who knows what's going to happen? And so you want to make sure your budgets count. Um, so the ability to measure not just how many people you've reached, like that's table stakes, that's linear TV style. You want to be able to measure the actual outcomes, the actual impact of what your ads are offering you. Um, that means tracking the amount of revenue driven by your campaign, tracking the amount of site website visits driven by your campaign, uh, your cost per acquisition, your return on ad spend, a multitude of metrics that are very natural to the digital world, but TV has never really seen it. But now with connected TV, you have that. And that's huge. Um, and it's always a good idea with any other digital channel. You're tracking it a, a little holistically. You're using like a Google Analytics if you're on a digital team uh, or an Adobe Analytics uh, to, to see how your campaign is stacking up amidst your entire uh, media mix. You can do that with connected TV too. It really is a digital channel. Um, and so it's it's a great way to really tap into CTV's uh, potential. It's a really great way to tap into the opportunity. And as more advertisers um, hop on board in 2023, I think this is going to be a big selling point, which is... Um, I think it's it's going to be something that really tips the scales in terms of how people treat connected television because it's not just an extension of linear. In the old days, in the in the older times, when when streaming advertising was first kind of getting stood up, it was seen as an extension, as an incremental play. Um, it's not the case. It is a performance channel. We've seen that with our customers, um, the brands we work with are posting like very positive return on ad spend and it's all measurable. It's, it's not just like guessing it is hard data. So, um, highly recommend if you're, if you're looking for something in 2023 and be it, uh, working with a platform like mountain or looking for any other ad solution out there, this is something to prioritize, put this at the top of your list. So as we're talking about measurement, I was referencing some metrics that you can that you measure right now. Um, and this is something, and I also earlier in the presentation, I was talking about you know, mature technologies that have been in the space for a while carry an inherent advantage. And this is one of those advantages uh, in practice right now. And so apologies, this is gonna sound like shameless plug for Mountain, but this is the lens that we see it through. And it's actually a pretty good example of the point I'm making about uh, the technology iterating and improving over and over. So, um, we saw some different measurement uh, initiatives roll out on the platform this year, um, the audience segment reporting and incrementality reporting. These are just examples of what's possible with CTV measurement. So the audience segment reporting, and I'll dive into this a little bit more, I think on the next slide, um, allows you to not only measure your campaign, but also specific audiences within that. So if you are choosing, let's say you're a fitness retailer, you want to target running enthusiasts, outdoors focused folks, um, folks that fall into that general bucket. You can build an audience with multiple audience segments and then track the performance for each individual audience, which is pretty great information to have. You now are not only doing advertising, doing a bit of market research, and you're seeing which specific audience segment engages with your message uh, most. And you can apply that learning not only to your current campaign, but future connected TV campaigns. You can take that learning and bring it to other ad channels. If you're running other video channels, that's huge. Um, do that. <laughs> and you need the technology to be able to show that insight. That's what audience segment reporting uh, unlocks for you. Um, similarly, incrementality reporting. 
This is, uh, you know, as I said earlier, CTV was seen as an incremental play uh, for a lot of folks in the early days. Um, and people still value incrementality when it comes to connected TV, but with the measurement um, options available, you can measure revenue and conversions. You don't wanna just limit yourself to measuring incremental reach. While important, you care really about those direct outcomes, or at least you should. So incrementality reporting on the mountain platform goes into those spaces and it determines how many conversions you're generating, how much revenue, how, many, how much return on ad spend you're generating versus you doing nothing. So I think it is a really effective way of proving the uh, effectiveness of this ad channel and uh, we just recently launched it and customers seem to be really enjoying it. Um, it's just proving out that this is a good, it justifies the budget. And going back to what I said, this is a time when you kind of need to do that. You need to be accountable with your spend. And if you can evaluate each ad channel you're running and you can say, okay, well, this one, this is making a significant impact for us. That's valuable. So um, as you continue your connected TV advertising journey, and from this year into the next, um, look for technology that enables that because you need as much data. Like data is the way to um, seize more opportunity. And if you're looking for good measurement, you need a, a platform to, that provides it. Make that a priority in the next year. So this is that audience segment reporting I was talking about a little bit earlier. Um, this is kind of just what I had already said. Sorry, I, I kind of spoiled the slide, but it's uh, an effective way to really figure out who amongst your audience uh, is engaging with your, your message and your ad. Um, there's a, a visual of our dashboard that kind of showcases it there. And yeah, it's it's just something that is another example of what CTV can offer your, uh, your brand and, and your, your marketing strategy. So uh, keep that in mind when you're shopping around for options. All right, so um, I think this this section is going to speak to a lot of folks. I know it speaks to me. Um, ad fatigue on connected TV. How many of you have been watching something and seen the same ad many, many times? I have had that happen many, many times and it makes me not want to ever buy something from them ever again. So uh, you don't want that to happen to your brand, right? Um, the thing is though, we're getting into this space in advertising where video is paramount. You need video, um, be it on social, especially on connected TV, it doesn't work otherwise. Um, and so I think there's this friction point where you need more ads, but you don't necessarily have the bandwidth or um, ability to produce it. That is a problem because I think in the past video, while being supremely effective, I think could be a, considered in some circles like a nice to have, maybe like in a B2B uh, audience or a B2B market. Um, you don't necessarily have to focus too heavy on um, video. You have other ad channels that will uh, do the trick for you that you can rely on visuals, like some copy, like paid search or paid social. But a lot of the social platforms are going video first. They're prioritizing it. Their algorithms are prioritizing video. So you need to be able to produce it at scale. And so that's something that, that at Mountain we anticipate to be a big need in the coming year, uh, be it on connected TV or any other video first ad channel. And so with that, um, you need to start, we recommend looking for a way to produce that, um, that, that creative that you'll need. So obviously agencies are one route and that's tried and true and effective, but um, 
the scale and scope is rapidly accelerating. So it could be a good idea to be looking for alternatives. What are those alternatives? Well, there's marketplaces, there's different um, um, subscriptions that you can run. Um, case in point, um, uh, sorry, it's on the next slide. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm gonna save it for the next slide. But just to get into a little bit of, uh, um, now you can read the stat. I'm gonna move to the next slide. Here we go. Keeping up with that demand. So I was referencing those marketplace platforms. I was referencing those subscriptions. Here they are, you guys. Um, so Quick Frame by Mountain, that's a, a video marketplace that uh, connects advertisers, brands with video creators, uh, video teams, video agencies. Um, it's a way to kind of streamline that need for more creative. If you need that, you can tap in, submit a brief, get what you need. It is probably the future for a ton of advertisers, especially as the scope of CBT, I'm sorry, CTV um, expands in terms of which kinds of advertisers are activating on there. Um, this is going to become more commonplace. So I would recommend if you are in the need of um, you know, more video uh, for your media mix, start to shop around, start to look for solutions like this. I'm going to plug Quick Frame by Mountain because they're great and we work with them and they're our partners. Uh, mountains in their name, so obviously I'm biased, but they're fantastic. Um, if you're working with Mountain specifically, uh, we have something called Creative as a Subscription. That's something that uh, it includes the cost of media and creative together. So essentially what you're getting, getting you're buying your media and they're getting creative at no additional cost. That way you're spending specifically on media and you're getting the creative as a bonus more or less, but it's produced by uh, experts and, and creative experts that will uh, take your brief and produce something amazing. So this is something that Mountain's been focusing on because we see the need, we see the emerging need, and there's a good chance that as you get more into next year and you're really going down the path of connected TV and, and more social and you find yourself in the need for more video, you're gonna understand why we're focusing on this. Um, so heads up, uh, if it's something that, that crosses your radar in a little bit, uh, remember this slide and remember us because um, we'd love to work with you. All right, next slide. So the crucial CTV toolkit. Um, talked a lot about finding the right ad platform, kind of took a tour of you know what CTV advertising has to offer and things that you should be looking for and keeping in mind while you're um, you know, journeying into 2023. Um, so solutions that offer the following, everything on this slide, um, well, I think uh, would, would set you up for success. You need to be able to access that uh, inventory across different networks. There's a lot of fragmentation. Uh, a lot of folks have different subscriptions and apps. They're bouncing between them. You need to be able to target them no matter where they're watching. So find something that has that uh, ability to, to do that. Um, you need to be able to target those audiences, not only with third-party data, but also your first-party data. Um, Connected TV was talking a lot about the performance metrics. And you know, obviously, TV has always been seen as an awareness play, but we're talking about, oh, you can track the conversions remedy tied to your campaign. You can lean into that more by uh, utilizing your own first-party data to uh, retarget or remarket to people that have already visited your website. The hard part's over. You got them to your website. What do you do now? Well, you want them to buy from you so you can target those specific viewers with TV ads and drive them back to your site, keep them to keep yourself top of mind. So when they're ready to convert, it's with you. It's a very effective way of ensuring that you take all of that awareness, you take all of that site traffic, you work hard to generate both. This is a way to cash in on it. So 
Um, don't sleep on first-party data solutions. You want to be able to be able to target your own audience. Uh, similarly, um, we have the option on the Mountain platform to upload your own CRM. So if you want to target people that already exist, like brand, like loyalty uh, members, if you have a loyalty program and you know that those folks are super high value versus a new customer, they they spend exponentially more money than a new customer. You can target them. You can give them specific messaging. You can deliver a specific campaign to those folks, thanking them for their loyalty. That's a big deal. So take advantage of something like that. Um, obviously, improve ad performance. Who doesn't like that? Um, there's a lot of automated optimization out there in CTV. You know, with the digital uh, being a digital channel, automation is a is a big element. And so it's actually become kind of a buzzword. We've seen a lot of people say automated optimization. The automated optimization. Um, they have that. And yes, but some optimize only for uh, reach, which you know is fine, but you can do a lot more with it. Um, or they're using media buyers behind the scenes. That's not automated. That's that's the old way, but they, they say it is. So something, ask questions about that. If you're in a buying process, ask about the automation and what you're really getting. Um, then you've got the ability to drive return on ad spend to justify those budgets. That's the measurement story. So make sure there's a robust measurement solution with whoever you're working with. Um, flexibility for macroeconomics and consumer behaviors. That's targeting. So if you want to be able to target the folks that you think are going to engage with your brand right now, make sure they have a robust targeting system. And then uh, maintaining a presence on TV. So that is big because uh, advertisers, I wish I, I wish I had the stat. I, I can't recall the exacts at the moment, but it was from the 2008 financial crisis. And there was a study, uh, Google this, it's out there, um, where advertisers that stayed active on television weathered the storm far better than those who pulled back their budgets uh, significantly. Because you have to, you have to remain top of mind and, and spending doesn't go to zero. So you need to make sure that your ads are serving on television. And that's something to keep in mind for connected TV as well, because some solutions out there will dilute their inventory a bit by serving on um, mobile devices, desktops, et cetera, which is, yes, the content might be a TV show, but TV advertising is TV advertising. You want it to play on a, a screen. You People uh, lay out their entire living rooms because of a television. It's a very important thing. It has an impact on people. So make sure that your ads are running on TV. That makes a big difference. Um, and this final slide, I'll be getting to, I believe it's the final slide. This is like pure uh, self-promotion. So everything I was just talking about, there's a reason that we're saying that those are what you should be looking for, not only because it's true, but also because that's what Mountain offers. We've been in this space a long time. And so every iteration of our technology is built around what our customers are telling us they need, what we see in the market. And so uh, we've developed technology that is suited for 2023. That's going to help you out. That's going to be taking advantage of those opportunities. There's going to be a lot of them. There's a lot of potential pitfalls as mentioned, but if you're working with the right technology solution, you're going to avoid the vast majority of them. And the reduction of headaches in your day-to-day, -day, um, I don't know about you, but that's that sounds amazing to me. Um, if anything could go smoothly, that is extremely valuable. We're all very busy. So um, keep that in mind. You want to make sure you're, you're your quality of life is good too. In addition to your ad performance, you get both with now. So that's my shameless plug. Um, and I believe that's the last. 
you guys, it's not. Uh, sorry. <laughs> There's some key takeaways here. Um, 2022. Well, this is what I've been saying the whole time. Big year this year. Um, big year, even bigger year next year. Uh, connected TV, it's becoming more advertiser friendly. A lot of inventory is coming online, um, but you need to be aware of, of what the inventory, like how you access it, what sort of technology gets you access to that inventory. Is it going to be doing what you need it to do? Maybe, maybe not. Um, make an informed choice. And hopefully what we were sharing today uh, helps you make that choice. Um, you need to educate yourselves strategically for 2023. Hopefully this presentation helped with that. And uh, that last point, that shameless plug, not all CT advertising solutions are created equal. Uh, keep that in mind, work with the right one um, and your life will be a lot better on the day to day. Now, now we're done. <laughs> Sorry about that. Perfect, Tim. I like that you also gave us life tips. You didn't keep it to connected TV. You were fixing everything for us. This is more valuable than we knew. But we've actually had the audience asking quite a lot of questions while you've been talking. So now I'm going to fire these at you just so that they can get everything answered that they wanted to know. Awesome. Okay. So I'm going to start off. Idan asked, first of all, you talked about the importance of staying educated and up to date on the streaming landscape. But what sources would you use to stay in the loop? Um, I think there's a lot. There's a bevy of sources out there. I can share some of the ones that I always go to, of course, uh, without saying. Or, or it, I don't need to say it. Advertising Week. This is a big one, like a very, very useful resource. Um, not, in addition to that. I love you, Dan. I, think, uh, I, didn't, I, di I love you, Tim. I didn't even know that I was going to get that plug in response to Iden's question. So thank you. <laughs> Of course, you know, um, um, just, I gotta, gotta say it like it is, um, advertising week is great. I think there are, uh, I personally, um, e-marketer is great. Um, but also, uh, we've developed our own mountain research. So, um, my team and my focus at the company is very much the research aspect and, uh, hunting the statistics that are out there that really make the case for why, you should be on, on CTV as an advertiser. And so we've spent years going around researching. We finally said, hey, we should just house this in one place. So uh, Mountain Research is a great place, research.mountain.com. Check that out. A lot of the stats that we were uh, covering here are on that site and a lot of other things. Um, but yeah, I think there's a ton of resources out there. The major industry publications, Advertising Week, uh, Ad Age, Ad Week, you name it. Um, great coverage across all of them so okay perfect so just do your research absorb as much as you can perfect exactly so now we have another question someone asked with so much change happening right now in ctv and the streaming services still rolling out new ad support services all the time should they wait for the dust to settle before they jump in mm, i don't think so i think um one of the things that kind of goes both ways. I was talking about how we've just spent time in this space as a technology platform iterating. You will be doing the same uh, with your ad strategy. You got to get, you just got to jump in and start to get experience in this space. Um, we've got some research that we're putting together and we'll be releasing soon, but we asked, um, we asked marketers, what are the challenges with CTV advertising? We actually went uh, outside of just the advertising aspect, we went with the staffing-ish uh, challenges as well. And there's a bit of a knowledge gap that uh, marketers are reporting. So the best way to, to fix that is to start doing this stuff, get involved, start learning on the go. Um, it's, it's 
incredibly valuable just to start gaining experience. And so you also don't want to miss out on the, the, the advertising opportunity as well. There's a lot of performance out there. Yeah, and I think you're exactly right. If you wait too long, you'll just miss learning. Exactly, yeah. So um, Debbie asked the question, now that every streaming service seems to be supporting ads, isn't there a risk that viewers are going to get sick of seeing them everywhere? And will CTV ads still be effective if you can't escape them? Yeah, I think advertising is always effective, even if it is... Uh, it gets to a point where it's a, it's somewhat fatiguing. I think you'll see reduced performance if your ad is out there too long, um, but it'll generate value there. But I think that really does plug into the uh, the need for more creative. I think refreshing uh, is the solution there because CTV advertising isn't going to go away. It's going to become a more and more important part of how people reach their audience, uh, but you need to be able to navigate the space effectively and correctly. And I think the creative fatigue, you know, anecdotally, we've all seen it. We all have experienced it. That's going to be a big deal. So I think if you're investing in creative and you're investing in that video productions uh, process, you're going to mitigate a lot of the danger there. Perfect. You heard him. It's not the repetition that's the problem. You just need to get more creative and have more creative. So um, Nini asks, is there still value in continuing to run social and paid search ads alongside CTV? And what's the best way you can align those channels to really complement each other? Yeah, tons of value there. I think um, every channel has a, a role to play. And one of the things we've seen with Mountain is we advertisers kind of treat it as a similar play as paid search and social. But one of the nice things about it as well is there's a bit of a halo effect with connected TV advertising. You have this very impactful, uh, prestigious ad medium, and it's noticeable. People notice these ads. They TV regularly tops the ranks of any poll around like what is the most memorable TV or uh, um, ad unit. It's TV. And so you can use this as an anchor to the rest of your ad strategy. And so what I would recommend is find some continuity between all the ad channels. Make sure that your message that's playing on TV makes sense with what's running on uh, social, um, paid search. Make sure there's that cohesiveness in the, in the messaging. And if you have that, you're going to really be able to engage your audience effectively and consistently with the right uh, message, which, which matters, and it can result in better outcomes. So yeah, keep running everything. Perfect. And... We talked about keep running everything, but in reality, some people will need to focus. And JD asked, which platforms do you think it's worth marketers focusing on? Are there any particular services they should pay closer attention to, like Netflix or Disney Plus? Oh, that's an interesting question. I like that one. So I just saw a stat um, yesterday or the day before. In terms of inventory for the total CTV market, uh, the projection is Disney Plus and Netflix are going to be about 2% of total inventory, so, which is crazy, right? That's that's bonkers um, because they're just, they're standing things up and they're getting their feet under them. And so this is the beginning of their journey. So um, that also shows you how much inventory is out there on, on the CTV space. So I think if you're looking to these big, those are like, obviously the premier content producers. Um, you don't want to ignore those. Like, dive in, see what they have to offer for sure. But um, I would say going back to the presentation, 
finding uh, a technology solution that gets you access to all of the different channels that are out there. Um, that is key because people bounce around so much. So you got to match your strategy to the consumer behavior that fuels it. Um, so yeah, I'd say take a look at everything that's out there, but as a baseline, make sure you're working with somebody that can offer a ton of access to a lot of different inventory sources. That makes good sense. Now, you also mentioned linear um, alongside CTV. Um, Ariana has asked, should you use linear TV for mass reach and then CTV to drill down with certain groups? Do you have any good case studies of this? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a good question. Um, linear will always have a, play, a, a, a role to play. And I think that the reach play is what it's always been good at. And so there shouldn't be any trepidation around continuing to do that because the audience is there. Ultimately, you care about where your audience is. Um, similarly, the audience is going to connect to TV by by wide margins now. Like that is the new way that people watch television. Um, and it's only increasing. It's not going to go away. This is it. So um, definitely keep running linear as long as the audience is there. Um, drilling down into specific audiences on CTV, you have that option, but you can also use it as reach play as well. Like there's a lot of people watching in the audiences you care about. In fact, if you're spending budget, you want to make sure you're getting your ads in front of the folks that will engage with it, that it matters to. If I see an ad for something that isn't relevant to me, I won't remember it. And that advertiser wasted an impression on me. You don't have to waste impressions on CTV. There's a ton of people watching. You can uh, satisfy the reach that you're looking for, but you're getting the reach among the people that you actually really care about. And that's huge. So yeah, um, I would say definitely focus on the right audiences on CTV, but don't consider it as like a bonus. Consider it as a primary strategy. Okay, love that. So we've got a few more questions and I want to get them in because people keep asking you things, Tim. So Deepika has asked, to understand it correctly, you say with ad tech solutions like Mountain, brands can target their exact target persona across multiple video streaming services. She's saying, has she got that right? Yeah, exactly. Um, it allows you to tap into a ton of different audience sources. So Oracle, they're, they're collecting a ton of... Um, like an umbrella and so a lot of different audience providers are out there you can use that to reach the folks that are um, of interest to your brand and then you can uh, reach them across different streaming services so i think the example is like from peacock to uh, mtv you can make that jump you can follow them as they're watching different programming and um, they depending on it doesn't matter what kind of programming they're watching on those networks either. Like you're still going to reach them because the person is what you care about. So yeah, that's, that is correct. Okay, great. Now a less cheerful question, but I want to ask it, which is the economic outlook for 2023 doesn't look so great. How do you see those recession fears impacting the CTV landscape? Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting thing. So, um, it actually goes beyond just the CTV and it goes into the broader uh, conversation of brand marketing and performance marketing. So um, I think the data has shown, our own data has shown that if you can qualify the return that you're getting, it's harder to turn off the ad channel because you need to still make money. You still need to be effective with your budgets. And so I think you are seeing um, a scaling back around brand advertising um, 
I know the Roku earnings call is, was it this week or the week prior? They were, they, they got dinged for that because they're an upper funnel play. And so with that, um, you are going to see a bigger impact. So the performance aspect, if CTV is used in that regard, you are going to see it uh, more sheltered. And that says two things. One, that performance marketing on CTV is effective. And two, the advertisers that are using it for that um, aren't scaling back their budgets. They're committing budgets to make sure the money keeps flowing in. So I don't see, I think CTV, because it's it's there's two different flavors of it. There's the brand awareness side of it and the performance side, and not everyone offers a performance side. You will see instances where it is affected. But for those that are in the performance side of CTV, I think it'll be a lot smoother sailing. Okay, great. And I think actually that answered a question we had um, from Matt in the chat, who was asking whether CTV was good for um, driving performance and direct response. And the answer, Matt, seems to be yes, particularly good. And don't cut your budget on it. Um, so I wanted to come to um, one more before we finish up here, because we're just about out of time. So um, John asked, you mentioned that the effectiveness of the ad will become less effective if it's out there for too long. And there was a great stat that the audience um, asked us to confirm in the chat. Um, do you have a recommendation on what period of time is good to get your ad served on connected TV before it's too aged, I guess? Yeah, I think it's going to vary on the type of advertiser you are and the type of audience you have. But in general, especially with the challenges around creative, a quarterly basis, like swapping out creative on a quarterly basis uh, is ideal. Like that should be your baseline for sure. Um, if you can do it more often, fantastic. Um, I think like I think of a Geico, for example, I don't think I've seen the same Gecko ad twice. <laughs> so they're obviously on top of it, but that's, that's a good... Uh, a good example of, you know, they're known as a, as a great advertiser, Geico. Actually take your pick from any insurance company. Why is that insurance companies have such funny, great ads? I don't know. And a variety of them, but you see that and they are, they resonate and they uh, update on a somewhat regular basis and it's very effective and it sticks with people. So yeah, I think just to round out the answer quarterly basis for sure. But, um, you know, look at your own performance numbers. If you're able to track the performance on your video ads, see where the drop-offs are and adjust accordingly. Great. Yeah. And I think maybe insurance companies have to be extra creative because sometimes the product doesn't feel super desirable yeah. to Ensuring yeah. your own life can be a depressing experience. So, you know, they have they have to use all their creativity. Um, one thing I wanted to mention, Tim, was there was a great stat out there um, that the audience asked us to repeat. We put it in the chat, but just in case you missed it, one of the great stats from uh, Quick Frame by Mountain Study found that after only two weeks, ad viewership declines by a rate of 3%, sales and conversions plummet, and CPA jumps 18%. I think, Tim, that's one of the big stats I'll certainly be taking away from um, your presentation and giving to our own marketing team. Definitely, yeah. I think that was, uh, prime. I think a big batch of that was social as well. Yeah. So social advertising, obviously a video-first uh, platform. Um, and it, it matters. People, you know, they want to be entertained and they don't want to see the same thing over and over. So again, like 2023, talking about that, the creative aspect, I think that's a sleeping giant. I don't know if enough people are paying attention to it quite yet, 
but I bet you we'll start to see headlines, uh, more and more headlines as the year progresses. Perfect. Well, Tim, I think we're just about out of time. That was so helpful. An amazing stat there that you can take back to your marketing team and start tracking your own app performance and checking where that fall off happens. Lots of good points and the warning there about you just need to keep being creative, especially with tougher economic times coming ahead. Focus on creativity, focus on driving performance. And thank you so much, Tim, for sharing all that here today. Um, You can find um, a link to this webinar. We'll both have one on the Advertising Week website, but also we'll be emailing you afterwards so you can share the webinar with anyone you think would find it really useful. Thank you so much, Tim, for your time here and answering all our questions. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much, Ruth. Um, Let's do it again. Thanks for listening. For more content like this and to find out about Advertising Week's world-leading events for the advertising, marketing, and technology industries, visit www.advertisingweek.com. TV ads can make for some memorable, powerful stories. The only problem for advertisers is until now they haven't been fully measurable. Mountain's self-serve platform, Performance TV, provides the up-to-date insights you need to take the guesswork out of measuring your connected TV ads' impact. Mountain lets you build customizable dashboards with the metrics that matter most to you, including when viewers visit your website or make a purchase after watching your ad, regardless of what household device they use. Visit mountain.com to learn more.